12 of the Thick Muscat Revolution. I am your co-host, Thick Muscat. We all know that my son is supposed to be a co-host. He's the host. I mean, come on, let's get everyone comes on for Michael. We all know that. It's okay, though. It's okay. Because we all still have a good time. And you can listen to those good times on our home base on Podby. You can watch the videos on YouTube and check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Big Muscat Revolution, and see what the noise is all about. Because most of my episodes, maybe 95% of them, I have a guest on. Why is that? Oh, listen and watch it. Find out for yourself. Very chill back podcast, I like to say. Very chill back. Way back, I should say. Very chill. Way back. Anyways, that's the boy just had started messing my mind a little bit. So let's get to the interview right now, shall we? Independent wrestler Jimmy Love will be joining us. Former police officer. It's being hit hard with the cold COVID situation once again. So we're going to go see what's going on with him. I first saw his matches while I was doing my research with Austin Bond, uh, manager that I did an already episode with. He used to manage Jimmy Love, still might, I'm not quite sure. And the first match I saw Jimmy Love was against Ricky Morton years ago, but still it was still an entertaining match. And handsome Jimmy, always an entertaining guy. He'll be joining us in just a moment at the Vic Muscat Revolution only on Podbean. And it's not only on Podbean. Podcast-wise, it's only on Podbean. Anyways, turn it off in two seconds. Vic Muscat Revolution, Podbean and YouTube. Check us out, like, subscribe, tell your friends, and enjoy the show. All right, so we have the one and only Jimmy Love with us. How are you doing, Mr. Love? Oh man, I'm I'm doing good. I'm hanging in there. I'm I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm chilling. It's it's uh, I'm still on lockdown. I'm 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 in the I'm in the jailhouse now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what state are you from? I'm in uh, North Carolina. They just bumped our restrictions up. They, they you know, I, I went to the store, the grocery store today, and they. You know, they had the uh, one of the Nazi guards. I, I probably shouldn't say Nazi. That's going ahead. Might give me flag, but they had one of the guards outside to make sure that uh, you had your mask on. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, brother. I don't know. Yeah, I'm waiting for the person that actually will get a mask that says, you know, like enter cock here or something like that. And they say, like, take your mask off. It's like, well, okay. It's like, put your mask back on. What do you want me to do? I know. It, I find it. I find it crazy that like I went to a restaurant. And, like I've only been to a handful. Of, I've been only out a handful of times to restaurants since March. Uh, and you know, I go to the, I go to the restaurant, and I find it funny that you put the you have the mask on when you come into the restaurant, right? You get your table, you go sit down, and then you take the mask off. And then you, you know you're sitting there the whole time with the mask off. Well, what was the point of me putting the mask on going from the table or from the door to the table? Yes, I just, it, it, their theory is, is they go and they can call them the jet stream and they can't duck, duck down yeah. up the straight. I mean, yeah, it's, oh, man. The buffets, the buffets are over, brother. Buffets are over. I'm so disappointed. Yeah, I heard about the biggest buffets are over. And it's just, oh, man. The Golden Corral closed over here where I'm at. I, the, I don't know if the Chinese buffet will ever open up. I hate that. I really hate it. It is what it is. Really. Yeah, it's maybe someday they'll open back up. But hopefully, hopefully. Let's let's talk about some. Uh, let's talk about some wrestling, maybe. Some wrestling, <laughs> sure. Let's talk about some wrestling. Whatever, whatever you want to talk about, brother, you tell me. Let's whatever you want to talk about. What was we started? Over here, we were supposed to start at 6.30, but I wasn't doing anything when you messaged me, so. Oh, oh we're good. It was, it was like 6.20. What time is it where you're at? 6.20. 6.20, all right. Where are, where are you now? I can't remember. Somewhere in Vermont. Vermont, yes, Vermont. Yeah, it's like 10 Vermont's a pretty, pretty chill place, right? Yeah, it's 
It's a very nice place. It's like 10 minutes away from the Massachusetts border and 10 minutes away from the New Hampshire border. It's pretty laid back there and all. Oh, yeah. I've never been there. I've never been to Vermont. I've been to a lot, you know, I think, I, you know, the farthest, the, the most exotic place, I guess. I don't know if you go as far as called exotic, but it's, it's, it's a lot different for a guy from a small town in, in Virginia, you know, in North Carolina, Virginia, but going out to California and I thought, you know, I, you know, I'm big time in it, man. I'm out here flying, flying to fucking California, you know? And uh, I went to fucking Vegas and I thought, man, this is fucking hot, man. I'm, I'm in Vegas. And, uh, <laughs> but really, really, when I look back on it, it really wasn't a big fucking deal. It was like, I mean, it was like going to the carnival, you know? Um, you get used to stuff after a while. It's like people that live out there, they don't give a fuck about, you know, they see this shit every day. Yeah, when I was, like, when I was in my 20s, I was bartending. It was more like, a, don't want to say a dare, but people say I couldn't get a job at the local tea bar. So I was like, of course I can, you know. And it's like resume after resume after resume. Finally, the manager comes out and says, like, if I give you a job, would you leave us the fuck alone? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, absolutely. And you're right. After what you know, the, after you see the magic, how the magic trip are done. Yeah. Any show you go to now, it's like, eh. It changes everything. They, they, it's like, that's what um, some of the guys like, you know, and I know that Cornette said some controversial shit. And uh, I don't, I, I agree with him on some politics. Some of it I don't. Um, I don't have a political party. I'm not. I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I don't. I don't subscribe to that party shit. But I agree with some of the shit when it says some of it. I don't. People are now trying to call them a racist for whatever reason. Uh, they're they're calling us. They're going after this dude like he's he's the most anti-Trump guy that I've ever heard speak. Um. And, and I mean, he, and they're going after him. So, I mean, what in the hell did he say? What was what's new that he said? I missed it. People just lost touch of what the word racism is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just. It really, you know, I don't think the guys, but the hell, man, what do I know? I mean, I don't know the guy personally. I don't, I mean, he's, uh, He's got a good mind for the business. A lot of people's got a good mind for the business are not necessarily nice people. <laughs> but that's just the way it is. You know, it's just like anything. Act, anything. I lost I realized people lost touch of reality. And I posted something on Facebook, you know, questioning Black Lives Matter. Yesterday right. I was against them. I just was had some questions about it. You know, saying like receiving right. you know, riots and everything like that. That's they're calling it this. Here's the definition of terrorism. That the right. can explain this to me, and right away instead of saying like, "Here's the video. Here's this. It says you're racist." There's no no evidence will be good enough. Nothing you can present will be good enough because my in my experience, every time I've ever tried to present evidence, uh, my evidence was was lies. And the other party's evidence was gospel. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, it's, they're going to, it don't matter what you, they're not even going to look at it. I, I, I've come to the conclusion that people don't even want to look at another opinion. I have uh, recently had, had, a, uh, had this happen with, with people close to me, people that I've, I've known for years. I had a guy, um, I know this guy for 30 years and he, he unfriended me because I uh, I dropped some truth about Barack Obama. And that's Barack Obama was nothing special. He was it's, it's okay. Let me let me put it like this. He wasn't anything special. I, I can kind of see it, it, in a way where some people are coming from because he wasn't anything special to us. Because we've seen, you know, 40 Five presidents come through, right? right? I mean, our 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 people, not us. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Our people, forty-five presidents come through. Okay, 
date or, or at the time, you know, 43. They see this fan, they're like, hey, is this a big fucking deal? You know, I can see that. But when you're wrong, you're wrong. And the guy was wrong. <laughs> I mean, he, he did, he did not. It's not like he stepped in there and changed anything like he said he would. He should have stopped all that fucking bullshit in the Middle East. He should have stepped right in there and said, hey, we're not going to do this anymore. We're not going to blow up these people for no fucking reason just because these people want us to. You know, I mean, it's simple as that. But see, you know, every president that's ever said that got killed for some, you know, I imagine that, right? <laughs> Barack Obama is just like kind of like ducks, like kind of like a smoke and mirrors. Nothing yeah. changed. It's, it's just like a whole, oh my God, he's the first black president. Oh my right, right. God. That's, that's basically oh, about it. That's basically what it is. That's basically what it is. He's, he was the first black president, so he's special. Yeah. You know, like the first woman president will be beyond reproach as well. Because, you know, you're not going to criticize the first woman president. You're a sexist. Yeah. Everything is an ist. An ist or an ism. An ist or an ism. Look, yeah. man, I'm not a sexist. I'm not a racist. I, you know, feminism, hey, I'm fine. You, I don't give a fuck what you do, okay? Just everybody, I mean, everybody just each his own. Leave me the fuck alone. Don't try to drag me. If your ship's going down, don't try to fucking drag me with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just want to do my own fucking thing, you know? <laughs> and I think more people need to think like that. If they did, I think the world would be a better place. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Just the media has in their heads and everything we you see in social media. Yeah. How we react. Well, social media is the worst fucking thing ever happened in this country. Um, well, no, I'm not going to say it's the worst thing. You know, it's the, it's, it's it, the most that, dangerous thing. Dang, yes. That is the, that dangerous is the word I'm looking for. Dangerous. It is a very dangerous thing. Social media is so dangerous. And while I don't advocate censorship in any way, I don't care what you have to say or what you think. I don't think that you should be, that they should stop you from saying it. It's shit about labeling stuff hate speech. I don't believe that. I don't believe it. I think you should be able to say whatever the fuck you want to say. And I, it's up to me to decide whether I, I don't like it. Okay, I don't like that. Okay, I don't, I don't like that. You're a fucking idiot, whatever. But when you make it illegal to say that, you know, this, I don't like this, or I don't like that, dude, that's a slippery slope, brother. That is a slippery slope. You can't do that shit. You got to be real careful because next thing you know, they're using your words against you, man. They're changing it up. They're, you know, it's like, well, you said that, that this was technically, this is hate speech. Well, hate speech, what? Oh, well, we got to fire him from his job. We got to cut off his fucking PayPal. We got to bank YouTube channel. We got to damn kick him off Facebook. I mean, all of this shit is fucking happening, brother. People don't believe this is happening, but it is. 2016, during the whole Clinton Trump campaign, I was asked if because I was on Bernie's side. I said, if I had to pick between Trump or Clinton, who do I pick? And I said, if I had to pick one or the other or put a bone in my head, those are my exact words, I would pick Trump over Clinton because at least I can see the fucking coming. Right, right. I won't have to see, like, oh, the sweet old lady, we're not going to question her. You know, it's like, and, well, you know, I, the reason that... and I got called a Nazi by family members. Yeah, I yeah. said on the comments, I finally just said, like, fine, if I can speak my mind if that, and tell the truth, if that makes me a Nazi, then I'm a Nazi. They Man, I got drunken and sent to my boss. Yeah. Hey, I got a fucking, I got kicked out of a discussion group for discussing. 
I'm just talking. I'm just trying to talk to people, and they're just like, you know, call me a racist and shit. And I'm not. I'm not even saying anything racist. I'm not a racist, but I wasn't even saying anything racist. Yeah. And they would. Just, they just shit all over me, man. Yeah. Keep me out of the fucking deal. Yeah, they call me anti-Semitic. So I was anti-Semitic. They'll never get me to say, I'm not saying anything. I would, I, I'm not saying anything about them that they haven't said about themselves. I mean, that's the thing about it. Is I'm, I've never said anything about them that they haven't said about themselves. So how does that make me a racist? They said it. I'm just repeating what they said. I'm not a racist. They know. They know the deal. They don't like no smart goyim, though. They don't want no smart boy. No smart boy. That story, though, my boss called me in the office. He just shows me the email. I glanced up at the email address that was sent by, and I was like, I knew exactly who it was. I was like, right. he just looked at me like, this is just so messed up. Just, just fix it. Just Personal way is like, yep, they'll probably say, fix it. I'll fix it. And that was the last my boss mentioned to him. Shit. Brother, what's the worst job you ever had, man? Worst job I ever had? That's a good question. Worst job I ever had was, I gotta say this place called Ruby Tuesdays. It was a street well, I know that place. I've ate there a few times. I ate the one in Danville a few times. The one in Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And hearing a bartender that one night, and I like heard noise outside of one. I was like, "What's that noise?" And so everyone's like, not paying attention to me. So I'm like, "Okay, you know, fuck me then." <laughs> Afterwards, you have to be closed up and run outside. Fucking police cars are around. They're like, "Yeah, drive bys happen here once in a while." Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, never came back. Never came back. Damn. Just like, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Place. Hey, you know, I worked at this distribution plant. You know, Dollar, you're familiar with the Dollar General stores, right? Yeah. Holy shit, my brother. <laughs> I worked at a distribution plant for these motherfuckers. And they ain't no joke, man. They ain't no joke. I mean... I'm up there on a damn two-tier deal doing shipping. We're shipping and we're sending shit out to the trucks. And I got, I got. When you get on the top level, you got to put a damn belt on and clip to the to the wire. They had a guy fall off of there about two weeks before I got there. He fell off and got cut up like he was like a razor blade. Cut him up. He fell down through the off of the scaffold. I'm like, man, this is fucked up. I don't like this shit. I mean, I was, I stayed there for, I don't know. I mean, I was there six months. I can't remember. But I had a fucking pallet of Clorox or some, some heavy ass liquid in boxes. A whole pallet fell on me, man. Oh shit! I put my hand up, like you know, I put my hand up to stop it, and it broke my finger. Broke my fingers. My two fingers. It broke them. And then see, later on, I disabled. I, I hit this guy in the face and, and made my tendon come loose from my finger. So now my two fingers are fucked, right? So anyway, anyway, you, you know, it, it, was, it was it was crazy. It was crazy, brother. Shit's crazy. It can it can get it can get out of hand, man. It can get out of hand. The, the workers. Of America don't have enough. Um, they have a lot of power. They don't know it. They don't really know it. Like when I was out there at that place, that Dodge General place, I could have sued them fuckers, man. And man, they're making a bunch of money. They don't give a fuck about me. And you know what? When I got brought into the damn office to talk about the incident, while I'm sitting there and fucked up. I'm sitting there and I got to do the little you know, the little uh, interview thing where they get you, they try to get you to sign some shit that will, uh, you know, exonerate them and make you look like a fucking idiot. I was so that, that kind of shit, yeah. That's the kind of shit they want you to sign. That's why you should always tell these motherfuckers when you go in there, 
if you go into the office of labor, you know, whatever job you're doing, whatever, they take you in there, if you try to sign something, you just look at them and tell them, motherfucker, you think I'm that fucking stupid? I told a cop that shit one time. And he got mad as fuck, man. He got mad as hell. That dude wanted to kill me, man. I could see it in his eyes. I could see the hate in his face, in his eyes when he, when I told him, you know, he must think, I said, he must think I'm fucking stupid. He didn't like that shit, you know. He, he wanted me to tell him what happened. I said, I ain't telling you shit. I ain't got to tell you nothing, man. And I'm not being belligerent in the way that I'm not, I mean, if he'd, have, if he'd have told me to turn around and put my hands behind my back and he's going to come and take me to jail, I would have done it. I would have done it. Because, first of all, for some reason that, that, you know, humanity came up with, we have these people that have authority over us. Okay, so we have to follow what they say. We have to do what they say. Or we might get killed. Okay. So if he had told me, if he said, hey, look, you're going to turn around and put your hands behind your back, and we're going to take you downtown and talk about this some more, I would have done it because, you know, I don't want to die. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to die. And I'm not guilty of anything. I know I'm not guilty. So why am I going to fucking fight him? I just, I just go. I've done, it. I've done it many times. See, some people, some people think that they can just not do that. Like you, they, like the rules don't apply to them. They can just, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go with you. I'm not gonna go with you. I don't even want to talk to you. Get out of my face. I'm going to my car. Oh, and by the way, I got a machete in my fucking car, and I'm going to my car. You know, I mean, that's the fucking shit right there that gets people killed. It's not, no, nobody has went to their job. I promise you. I've been in law enforcement. I was in law enforcement for uh, 10 years straight, 12 or 13 years altogether. Nobody's going to work thinking, hey, man, I'm going to kill me some fucking minorities today. You know, I'm, I, I think I'm going to kill me some minorities. Nobody's going to work thinking that shit. But if I stop a minority, individual and they decide to fucking pull a gun on me then yeah i'm probably going to shoot them yeah it is what it is you know what i mean but you can't make everything can't be a fucking uh everything can't be the white supremacist and everything can't be racist easy way way out i'm I'm right you're racist boom like game over yeah it's crazy i I mean and you can't even be look I, i Brother, I, I was I was with this. I dated a black girl. I dated a black girl for two years. I, I loved her. I loved her. And uh, I'm not man. I'm telling you, it's all about his character, man. His character. Yeah, yeah I, I've always say I don't care if you're white, black, Hispanic, trans, whatever. If I don't like exactly. them, I like you. Exactly. That's exactly. It. Hey, it's it's wild, brother. I'm telling you, the whole the whole world's gone crazy. Everything's shut down. Yeah. Crazy. Hey, you know, I live in a very small town, and um, I'm from Danville, Virginia. Everybody knows that. It's it's public information on my profile. Uh, But I'll never live in that town again. Never. I don't have anything against people that do live there. Right. But it's, it's just a shit town. And I don't ever want to be there again. I don't ever want to live there. If no matter what happens, you know, I feel like that I would probably get a place in a rural North Carolina area. Virginia is is just not a. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not a good state for for uh, uh, just your average. You know, your your poor people. 
<laughs> it's not a good place for them. Empire, I work in Charlottesville, Virginia. Charlottesville? Charlottesville, and it's just. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, see? Yeah. It's a lot of, you spend a lot of money, man. Yeah. Or just, just for the area you're in, that's all it is. Yeah, it's like desert. Just for the area. It's wild, brother. Hey, can we can we take a break for a second, like do a commercial? <laughs> no problem, man. You got it. Hey, let me get it. Let me get two minutes, all right, brother? No problem. Two minutes. One thing everyone knows who listens to the show, I call this no man's land. That yeah. it does not it's like you have United States, Canada, New Mexico, Mexico, whatever, and you have this other mysterious called no man's land. Anything goes. It's another dimension. It's pretty much. It's just this place we chill, relax. If you want to talk about uh, possible, possible then. Here, here, cool. Let's, let's. I want to remember this for the rest of my life. <laughs> you know, for real, for real. If you, you know, like I recorded some VHS tape with my grandma. You know. And uh, I, I can't look at it though. I can't look at it, man. You know what I mean? It's, I would, I would break down. I'd fucking yeah, man. Totally, you know, totally fucking break down if I watched that shit. I yeah. got some video of my dad, some audio recording. All the stuff is memories. I mean, it's like, you know, me and you doing this this podcast right now. I mean, one day, you know, somebody, maybe one of our kids or whatever. You know, look at this and be like, "Hey, look at my dad." You know. Yeah, I did. I mean, that's that's uh, that stuff's important. It's important, you know. Before I started Revolution, I did um the VPOV, like mixed point of view. Uh -huh. And one episode I did um with some good friends who um had a her husband passed away, and we did an episode dedicated to him, like just memories and stuff like that to him, stuff like that. So of course, you know, years later started up again in the revolution and I found that episode and I was like, you know what? I just made a good intro to it and just you know, and just let the whole thing go. Just from start to finish the original episode. Yeah, yeah. And put it up and yeah, it was because I knew the guy. This is such a good platform, you know, all, all of this technology that we have there, you know I my mom, I was talking to my mom earlier today, you know, I told you. And and I was trying to tell her she's paying too much for, for like cable. She's she's buying this cable program when you can go on here and get exactly what you want. Yep. For damn near nothing when you can consider the price of the of the cable. Oh yeah, we're getting rid of our direct TV. We haven't had cable. We haven't had cable in years. Oh, man. You know, I, I, 
it's a, there's a lot of guys that I've met in the business that I have, uh, I've totally forgotten. And then there's some that I'll never forget, you know. And I think that's the way life is. There some people that are going to register with you for, for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, I've had wrestlers, guys in the business register with me. And I've had some, I just thought, man, that guy's a fucking asshole. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? But I had some really, I've, I've been fortunate enough to mostly be around nice people. I, I really have. I've been, I, I feel like that's a, that's a blessing in my life is to always have been around nice people for the yeah. most, for the most part. You know, you know, your assholes. You know, yeah, yeah. But I was mostly, I was mostly around nice people, and I, I was really grateful for that. Really grateful. When, when, what, what was the time in your life that you watch wrestling? And you're like, I want to be a wrestler. Like when you fall on this floor, you're like, I gotta do this. Well, I was, I would have to say, I was about nine or ten years old. Um, I remember that, you know, the first wrestling match I ever went to live was the first wrestling match I ever seen in my life. I didn't see it on TV before I saw it live. So it was like. But no, I'm just like, imagine how that is for a little child. Yeah. To the first time he ever sees it, he sees it live. And it's just that fucking that we all get. Every, all of us. All of us. Not everybody's a wrestling fan. But most everybody Like the electricity in the... Right, right. You get that feeling. You might not be a wrestling fan like... Like some people I've met, oh, they'll they'll tell me, oh man, I used to watch this, and da da da. You know, they're they're a fan, but they're not they're not gonna come. They're gonna spend their money to come see me wrestling. They have a they they're trapped in a, you know, their nostalgia, their era, you know, whatever. Oh, I saw this, saw that, whatever. But once in a while, you can you can get them. You can get them. You can get them coming out. I've had older people that approach me. And I, I, I convinced them to come out to one show, and they've been coming for years. Yeah. You know. And, I mean, you can do it. You can do it. But it's, I think you, you, you gain more fans. I think it's easier to gain fans by actually talking to people rather than sending out a Facebook thing. It's like, hey, come see my thing. Come see my show or whatever. If you get out there and you actually talk to people, and you get on a personal level with them, and you know them, you can draw, man. You can draw. You can draw. And that's a, a lot of that is what I did. I, I built a relationship with the fans that lasted for 20 years. Yeah. They, they will come out and they will support it. I give them a good product. Always give them a good product. I would never, I would never shit on them. Yeah. You know, and they would never shit on me. Yeah. You know? The, 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 kind of goes, the old saying that goes, never judge a book by its cover, people that people just lost all common sense of that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah they totally. I had so many people that, I have not so many, but a couple people that told me, this, like, I went on your show expecting you to be an asshole because you say something fucked up. <laughs> and, you know, you're not, and you're, you know, you're two year old ran during the show, and I was just like, oh, I no, saw no, one. I was no, watching no. one of yours. I was watching one of yours one night when the baby come running through. I was like, like, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. It is. I love babies and animals. I love babies and animals, man. Yeah. I mean, it's just like I never saw a baby that I didn't like, that I didn't uh, love and get along with, and I never saw an animal I did, you know, unless it was a biter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're biting you, you know, get the fuck off. <laughs> but they were amazed by how cool I was about, oh, this is Michael, you know, and of course, they're like, we thought podcasters were assholes. And I'm like, no. I say, right. not everyone. I'm just, 
I don't get paid for this. And so it's if I'm not getting paid for this, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. And my son runs it. Oh, man, I hear fun. I'm hearing about people charging to do podcasts. I, I was, you know, I never did that, man. I mean, it's like if you had a, now if you were doing like a, let's say a, uh, one of those RF video shoot deals and you wanted to talk and see, I mean, then, and you were going to distribute it, that'd be different. But I mean, I don't, I ain't, you know, I ain't nobody, man. I'm not going to. I'm not gonna sell you no fucking DVDs. You know, it's where I'm. I'm looking at at that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people are asking. A lot of people are asking to get paid for podcasts and interviews that, that nobody's gonna fucking buy that shit. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, I think some people that ask for money and yeah, yeah, but nobody's gonna buy. Nobody gives a fuck what they wanna. I mean, here's the thing, man. The people that's that really want to talk to you. That's only. I'm family really want to talk to you. If someone says, hey, $20, and I'm like, I think to myself, how bad are we doing? I want to talk to you. Yeah, really, really. I don't, I, look, I've never. It's a couple of years. That's how I I thought that was so fucked up when I, you know, I read that, you know. I would never charge them to fucking talk to me, man. I mean, that, that is like the most egotistical fucking shittiest shit that I've ever heard in my fucking life, you know? Yeah. If I don't want to talk to you, why would I, I wouldn't even fucking accept the, the you know, the conversation. I'm not, I, look, these motherfuckers are getting paid to talk to people. Yeah. Fuck them, man. I, I ain't trying to shit on their, no, on their no. gimmick. I'm not trying to shit on the gimmick. I'm going to tell you straight up, I'm not going to do this shit. If I don't want to talk to you, I'll just tell you I ain't got time to talk to you. I'm not going to fucking be like, well, give me fifty dollars and I'll talk to you. you know? I I hate this shit. It's cameo. It's like cameo. You know, you see a certain wrestler you want to talk to, you said but they'll give like a half perfectly green. Who was it now? Who was that? Uh, have you ever heard of uh, um? Yeah, cameo. No. See, you're you're a, you're now you're we're in a total different area. Like, uh, um, I don't I don't even look. I don't watch wrestling at all. I don't watch it at all. I've, I've watched all. I've watched it all my life, uh, so I don't really know anybody that's out there now. I stopped watching wrestling in probably two thousand and one or two, and I haven't really watched it. I'm not familiar with with anybody now, other than the old school guys they bring back. This was like really ticks me off. It's like you have some wrestlers that's like twenty dollars. I'll think to myself, well. You gotta make a living. All right, twenty dollars one thing. Then you have like WWE superstars. Like I want five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's like five hundred bucks. What the fuck? Five hundred dollars. Here's my thing. If we did, a, if we did a podcast or we did a whatever, and you sell it, you know, like if you if you did put it out for sale, which you know, yeah. if you did do that. Hey, just I just give me a couple bucks. Fuck, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's. But I mean, these people are asking for, you know. Oh my god, you know. No, it's, it's, it's like right now we're thinking about how we can like get sponsored and make money off this, mm-hmm. but we also want to go by like I call the Revolution Code. Right. And it's like you on you've been on the show. If you saying like, hey, you know, COVID screwed up, I got something to promote. Can you put this out? I got right, it right. back. I'm not fucking yeah, right. You hooked me up. You did for me. That's what. That's way I've always looked at the business, brother. Yeah, you right. got it absolutely right. I've always told my guys. I said, look, you do do for me. I'll do for you. Yeah. If you will help me out with this, I'll give you this platform, man. Yeah. You platform to work in front of these people. You know. And, I mean, they don't think about it like that. A lot of a lot of workers don't think about it like that anymore. They think that you 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 give them a platform and you still owe them, you know, hundred fifty bucks. I'm like, I, I'm just gonna say it right now. And a lot of guys will be like, "Man, fuck you! You shouldn't be saying that." But I'm saying it. That shit of the motherfuckers uh, demanding this big money, this stupid money. That is the dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard in my life. You got some fucking jackass, some motherfucker nobody's ever heard of. Hey, I put myself in this fucking category. Yeah. 
Nobody in Vermont knows who the fuck Jim Love is. They don't give a fuck. Why would I say to you, I want you to give me $200 to come to Vermont and wrestle for you? I'm not going to do that because that's fucking stupid. I don't want to. I don't want to bankrupt you. And this fucking- if you did that for every fucking indie guy that you brought oh, in. That guy, okay. I was like, oh, go bankrupt. Oh. You go fucking bankrupt, brother. I was like, one guy. Well, you know, one guy, you know. Yeah. Two. Just you know I, I asked you to give me 150 bucks. I'd be bringing a carload of guys. And I would, uh, oh, my God. It just it, it shit blows my mind. It blows my mind the way the business. When this shit clears up, we're gonna revisit that idea. Let's do it. Let's do that, brother. I'm I'm down for it. I'd love to come out there. I I would if I could get a call of the guys. If I can give me a couple of drivers, because I don't like to drive no more. Yeah. I, I, I just don't. I just don't like to drive no more. Give me a couple of guys that uh, would drive and give me a, you know three or four other guys. Yeah, we'd come out there, man. Do a whole fucking show. Yeah, do fucking. Yeah, a show like even a meet and greet or something like that. Fucking yeah. just like let's hang out and party. Hell yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, we should definitely do it. I got a crew of guys. I swear to God, magical. The um, the chemistry, the chemistry is just magic. I got really good chemistry with Arby Wright. I've never had a bad match with that guy. Uh, I got a good chemistry with Alvin Ali. Um. I can have good matches with some of the younger guys if they listen, you know. Um, but I never, I never really met too many people I couldn't have a decent match with. Yeah. And, and I got a crew of guys that are the same way. And I would love to come out there and, and wrestle. Yeah. But I've never been in that. I've never been in Vermont. It's right. Well, if somebody ever told me it was the weed smoking capital of the United States, I would not have to that. Is it now? Is that is Yeah. Now I'm not gonna do that. But 
do I think it's okay to sit there and smoke that big blunt? Yeah, I do. I, just like I don't think. That's me. You know what I mean? Yeah. When they're doing, they're doing their dirty deeds too. You know? I, I make sure my kids are just in the other room. Do what now? I make sure my kids are in the other room. Well, my, my I grew up like this. I grew up. My, my mom fired up a cigarette at the fucking dinner table after. My mom was a smoker. Yeah, my mom's Yeah, I mean it's like you know they they smoke. We would finish. I remember. I never forget this. We would finish eating at Western Sizzling. And then boom, man, you know, the meal's over, all the, all the little, you know, uh, I used to love those fucking uh, baked potato slices with the shit on, <laughs> you know what I mean? They fried them. Yeah, those are good. Oh, yeah. oh, they're so good. I love those. But they, you know, all of those are gone. Everything's done. The meal's done. And then boom, man, they fire mama and my aunt. They fire fucking cigarettes that just smoke. I'm like, fuck, man. This yeah. shit, it really, it really got up in my nose and it bothered me. I didn't like this shit. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I used to smoke cigarettes as well, but when um, I was working at a bar, they were starting to say no more smoking in bars. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like, I, I just, right there, I was like, you know, I don't want to be one of those people that's like scratching like their next head and their next break. Yeah, yeah, so I my yeah. vacation time, went yeah. to my parents' place, locked myself in the basement because there was a bed in the basement with TV in the bathroom. So I just, Put myself in the basement for a week. Did not come right. out. And never had to sense. Brother, I'm telling you, drugs, drugs that people don't even think are real. Yeah. So fucking real. Yeah. This world is so, is so fucked. I mean, I hear so many different conspiracy theories and about this world these days. It's just crazy. And it just makes you really think. I, I've heard from everything from like there's a stronger like government down below below us and that Trump is a pawn and it's just crazy. It's like you think of that, it's like it's hey, possible. Hey, hey, can I can I can I pause this for a second? I think my wife's home. I gotta go unlock the fucking door. All right, so we were talking about the like the stronger forces. That controls like the world above us, so to speak. I don't want to talk about it's just I could be too really stoned, I could be watching too many movies. It's just no. hard to trust me. Go ahead, no, go ahead, go ahead. It's like the movie they you're like wrong, you're not wrong at all, my brother. It's like the Roddy Piper movie they lived in the eighties. Exactly, exactly. That was not a uh that was not a movie, that was a documentary. Yeah, it's like it, that makes so much sense now. It's yeah, it's a yeah. documentary, man. And and the little the thing about the lizards, you know, and the and the reptile people, that's a metaphor. It's not it's not real. It's not like they're real fucking reptiles. It's a metaphor for what they are. Two-faced yeah. people. I do what? Two-faced people. Like right, see, right. Two -faced, they're, they're, they're liars. They're, they're deceitful. They're they're terrible people, but it's not a um, it's not a real like a real fucking lizard. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Right? A lot of writers and a lot of people, uh, you know, the creators, they they use metaphors. They use metaphors. They had to. The the thing about the metaphors back in the day was they had to do it because if they if they if they told the truth about it, they'd be killed. You know. So they had to use these metaphors and they use it in the in the uh, cinema, in the in the books, in the you know what I mean? Yeah, they use it, they use metaphors. You had the truth, you put a little smoke and mirrors like we mentioned before, and mm -hmm. there there it is. Exactly, exactly, bro. I mean just like when they have now they have Biden's gonna be president and it, yeah. feels like, it feels like he's just saying like, like 
like new stimulus and uh, he's gonna help out with student loans. It's like, well, he does that. It's just kind of like, uh, hey, Trump showed you how much assholes we are. Now we're gonna make you forget. It's like, you didn't see anything. Everything they're doing, everything that they're doing and everything they've done, they could have done it at any time. Yeah. It goes not to, it's just like the, uh, the whole carrot thing, you know, they dangle the carrot. Yep. You know, give you a little bit, give you a little nibble of the carrot, keep it satisfied, and then they pull it away, and you're, you know, then when you get fucking pissed off, they give you another little nibble of the carrot, and then pull it back for a while. Oh, he pissed again, give him a little, little carrot. I mean, that, that's the way the fucking shit works, and yeah. people that can't see that, I, I really question their um, I, I, I don't want to insult anybody, but people that can't see what's going on, I really question their uh, their their level of intellect because it's it's too obvious now. Yeah, it's too fucking obvious if you really sit back and take a look at it. It's just too fucking obvious. They can't hide it no more. I don't even think they're trying to hide it because they already got it tied up. It's tied up. Why why try to hide it? You won. You won. Why, why, why try to hide that? I kind of feel like the Republicans don't care if the people see the truth, and the Democrats are like, we're going to give you some money and do this for you, so you can just, we're not bad guys like you. Well, let me let me ask you this. Now, I don't know your financial situation, but I'll tell you this. I've never, I've never received anything, uh, I've never gotten anything from a Democratic presidency, and I've never gotten anything from a, a Republican presidency. I've never gained anything either way, ever. And I've been I've been alive since uh, Jimmy Carter. I was a boy, little boy, I was born in 1976, and Jimmy Carter was the president. So Jimmy Carter, Reagan, and, and on through Trump, nothing's changed in my life. Nothing that I didn't, you know, it was me, myself, made change. These politicians haven't changed my life, no. and they never will. They're 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 not changing the lives of people like us. They're changing the lives of rich people. Yeah. People do this for They forget. I know. Sit yeah. back and be like, you know, this is a tax break. Is this the Trump tax break or the Biden?" I just like, yeah, yeah. It's all it's all identity. Okay, these are the numbers. All right, there you go. Identity politics. It's identity politics. Is all it is. I, I see it this way because I was told to see it this way. No, fuck that. I want to see it. I want to see the. I want to see it for real. I want to see the truth. I don't want to see it the way that you told me to see it, or how this guy sees it. I want to see it for my fucking self. See, they don't want you to do that. That's why they're censoring the fucking Facebook and Twitter. I don't believe in any censorship. Look, man, if you were a fucking genocidal maniac and you said i'm gonna take out all the white people everybody all whites are gonna die if you said that and you had a podcast about it i'm not gonna fucking report your podcast and then like, look say what you want to fucking say yeah i mean I, you know, I mean i'm not who am i to tell you what the fuck to say you can say whatever the fuck you want People's, it's in the people. It's in the people to believe it or to, you know. I mean, hey, it's on them. Like for a while, people were posting things about pedophiles. Oh yeah, yeah. After a while, I was just like, "Would you please shut the fuck up about this? This is getting annoying." And yeah. like, what? So, of course, right away they're jumping like, "What? You're a pedophile?" It's like, no. It's like, no. But I'm not gonna go start if anyone fucks with my family. They would get a baseball bat in their head. Right, right. Part of mine saying, because Burnout's guy's place down, this guy's touched my kids, I got your back. But I am not going to go on this crusade up and down all over the world right, right. about it. It's just like... I think, it, I think people, people do... Uh, I think a, a lot of the problem now is just like these people do get overly emotionally involved, like yeah, they do. Like, like, like I, I said this, I said about the election, about Trump and Biden. 
I'm gonna I'll tell you right now, I voted for Trump. And I'll do it again. I will do it again. But um do I hate everything that Biden stands for? No. Because I've read I've read what it, what his his stuff was. I read it. And a lot of it I agreed with. But there were things that he didn't agree with that Trump did. And so I thought it'd be better to vote for Trump. Like, you know, but it don't really matter who you vote for, because I believe it's all controlled by the same people. Yeah. And you just gotta, um, you know, like there's a part of your psyche, a part of your mind, it's like, okay, I'm gonna go vote. I'm gonna go vote. This is me, the voter. And then there's you, the like, this is bullshit. And then there's this you, the like, I don't know. They, I mean, it's like different, different. You, you know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, because I just, the only reason I, I put money on Biden, and that's why I really? voted for him. Yeah. If it was day of, I don't know if I would vote for him. Yeah. I figured that I already put money on him. And when I got the Trump stimulus check, I thought it would be a joke to put that on Biden. Yeah. I thought it would be a funny joke. And, yeah. you know, it paid out, but it's just, that's, I say, I talked, I say, I was behind Biden from day one. I'm just going to, and I would have voted for Trump. And I've talked to a lot of friends. I've even read articles that say that if it wasn't for COVID or Trump showed more you know, empathy towards COVID and more concerned by it, he would have won by a landslide. Yeah. Well, see, brother, I think he did win by a landslide. I really did believe in the voter fraud shit. I know it's a fraud. I know. I mean, it might not be to the extent that some people claim, but it is. It's for real. It is. I mean, I think I sworn affidavits from people that have nothing to gain or lose. Well, they have a lot to lose. They could be put in prison for perjury. Yeah. They have nothing to gain, and they're saying this is what happened, and this is bullshit. Look, I don't know. I'm no fucking political expert. Yeah. I will tell you this: if it was me. And I had control, I would say, look, we're going to fucking recant this whole damn thing. And that's me being on a total, total, um, you know, I don't have any allegiance to either either one. But if it was me, I would say, let's let's look at this again. Let's do a recant. Because something ain't right, you know. They brought in more, more ballots than they and out and all. I mean, it's all kind of bullshit. Man. Yeah. It's all kind of shit. But see, you're not going to hear that on CNN because CNN is anti-Trump. Yeah. And then you got Fox News is anti-fucking everything Democrat. Yeah. I can't even believe none of them. I got to look at the evidence for myself. It's hate versus hate. It is. It's total hate. But these, I'm going to tell you, though, they don't have your best interest at all. They do not have your best interest at all. Of course, people are not doing nothing for you. They will disguise what they're doing for themselves. They will disguise it as something they're doing for you. But they're not doing nothing for you. Not a goddamn thing. And they never will. They never will. That's not how they operate. They do it for themselves. Uh, it's just, just during the Trump presidencies, a lot of things opened my eyes. Well, it really did. And I'm not saying, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not against a Republican. If Trump would have won, I was like, fuck me, I was wrong. Trump won. Oh, well, you know, it's going to move on. But it's just a lot of things like how people, just how this nation reacts, how this way where people react. It's just like one nation under God. Whatever happened to that? Well, that's, they, they destroyed that. They destroyed that. They did it on purpose too. Yeah. You know, they're taking God out of everything. Yeah, I know that. I mean, just I mean, hey, hey, here's the thing. If you don't even, I mean, I'm not asking you what you believe, and I, and I, I mean, whatever you believe is fine, you know, whatever. But they want they can you can you kind of can you see how they they have went out of their way to take God out of everything. Yes. And if they take, if they don't take God out of it, 
they demonize God, or they make him a pedophile, or they make him a fucking, uh, you know, um, whatever. I mean, they they they, they change. They do it. They do whatever they want. It's not. It's if they can't take God out of it, they just turn God into a monster. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not for that shit. Look, here's the thing. I'm. I don't give a fuck what people do. It ain't. It ain't me. I'm not doing it. Why the fuck do I care? If I'm sitting over here drinking my fucking beer, and you're over, excuse me, over there, some good IPA, brother. Of course, I'm gonna bring you back on some time real soon. But when you come back, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a beer with me. I'm gonna have a beer with you. Yes, I think I gotta tell you, it's pernicious. Pernicious. Look, I don't normally drink beer out of a can. Uh-huh. I'm a bottle guy. Well, let me let me rephrase that. I'm not a bottle guy. I'm a draft guy. But if I don't have draft, like at my house, I'll, I'll do bottle. But this pernicious is one of my favorite beers. It's one of my favorite beers, but it's only in a can. It is IPA. I knew it was IPA when I saw the hops. Yes, yes, absolutely, IPA. It's de- I can't find it around here in a bottle anymore. I find it in the can, but I don't like canned beers. Right. But I, I got it anyway. I got it anyway because I love my pernicious. My pernicious, man. It's my shit. But I wish to God I could get it in the fucking bottle. You know? Dude, I That's my beer. You got to get you a, a six-pack pernicious and smoke one, and we will do this thing again. Absolutely. I have my beer list, like different types of beers I've had. I'm up to 170 right now. Oh my God, awesome. And I started late. And I started maybe five years ago. I was just like Bud Light, Coors Light type guy. Yeah. And we went to some restaurant in uh, Brattleboro, Vermont called The Whetstone, and they had a little beer contest. Like, you know, do you drink? And within one year, you drink like 10 ales, 10 IPAs, 10 seasonals, da da da. And you right. come, you get a mug, you get knighted in front of everybody. This is going be a fun type thing. We broke that record in three months. Sure. That was very expensive. But still, yeah. That's the thing about these challenges. Yeah. Like, I, I want to do some of these food challenges, but fuck. You lose, man. You're, you're out some big money, you know. Dude, I was in Vegas and I went to some um, German restaurant, and then I was had a couple beers already. And she's like, you know, shot Gingermeister this big in a T-shirt. You can either pay twenty five bucks or you take paddle, you know, like paddle in the ass in front of everyone. Oh, shit. So of course I was like, I'll take the paddle. One paddle. My it, my oh. wife heard her say three. And I didn't hear the three part. So I'm like, okay, you know, what's mm. that? So my wife, I'll put this on Facebook soon, the video of me taking three whacks and me jump up and down like, you're, fuck that person. You're fucking done. Yeah, they got you. They got uh, took the three whacks, got my free shot. My ass was black and blue for three days. There's a paddle. Oh, man, you know, now what, what, what was the, what, what kind of restaurant was that, though? It was like a German restaurant. German, yeah. German, yeah. Look, check this shit out. You gotta go to the. I love the Indian restaurants. I love the fucking lamb and the spices, the lamb song. I love that shit with the spinach and everything. That's some of the greatest food I've ever had in my life. The Indian food, sushi, sushi, southern food. You know, just like. Old fucking like meatloaf and fucking fried chicken, all that shit. I look, I gotta have that part of my diet too. Yeah, I gotta have that. But Indian and 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 uh, Japanese. Oh man, I could live off of that shit, brother. I could fucking yeah. live off of a little kid. Some really good shit. Got me hungry now. I know, right? I'm losing my shit. I'm ready to eat. Hey. Well, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. Food, home. Do what now? I'll let you. I'll let you get to your dinner. Like this podcast. Yeah, let's let's go eat, man. Let's go eat. We'll do this again some other time. Oh, definitely, man. Definitely. Like I said, after 
the I mean, when my daughter's born, I'm gonna have like six weeks sitting in my ass doing nothing. So right. I'm taking, you know, that's the whole schedule, but I'm taking eyes and ends. Oh, we just hit the, the iceberg. We got plenty okay. more. Plenty more to talk about. Because I ain't taking notes in this episode. I just like I'm going in there with a free ball. It'd be great. And it was great. Let's do it, my brother. All right, man. You take care of yourself. Next to you, be safe. All right, you too. All right, bye bye. So that was Jimmy Love. Thank you very much for coming on. He is a handsome little devil, isn't he? Uh, this really sucks about how upset he is with COVID. It really does. And yeah, I know it probably won't happen, but if he ever came up here to party with us in Vermont, I would show him a good time. Oh yeah, I would show him a good time. He loves his beer. And I bet you he loves his little smoky smoke as well. So we would get along just fine. You better get the police ready, get the SWAT ready. You know, tell people to drop everything with COVID. With, if Jimmy Love comes to Southern Vermont and to the Muscat Ranch, you got bigger things to worry about because we will roll this state up. Thank you, Jimmy, for coming on. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, everyone. Tune in next time to the Vic Muscat Revolution. And until then, Vic Muscat signing off. Goodbye. Good night. Be safe and too sweet. <laughs>